and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my three wonderful players, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Say hello to the internet. Hello to the internet. Hello. And yes, yes, we are wonderful. Hmm. Are you trying to butter us up again? Yep. I don't like it. Mm. I like butter. Yeah, butter's not a bad thing. I, I, I do love butter, but not when you slap it on. <laughs> oh, well. We'll see how the night goes. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, they will be uh, reprising their roles as Sophia the Monster Hunter Cleric, Tommy the Gunslinger Rogue, and Rogar the Paladin Sorcerer. Nicely done, by the way. Yeah, you guys are all like really hard to introduce now because you've just fucking multi-classed everyone. <laughs> I'm going to take like a third multi-class now, just 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 to. Fuck oh, around. can you do that? <laughs> yeah, you, you, can. you can. But you could take like one level in every class. You'd be shit, Jesus. but you could yeah. do it. You'd be shit and die really quickly. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, you'd, you'd you'd be very balanced. You'd you would literally be a jack of all trades. I'd be balanced. Yeah. <laughs> Very much master of none, though. Yes, yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I think that should lead us into a recap for no real segue whatsoever. Last week, we had uh, Tommy invading a palace. Good for you. Putting those rogue skills to work. You were hunting your way around the palace. You are hiding in corners, pretending to be a servant, spilling wine, as you're not a very good servant, apparently. And then, yes, uh, not, 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 not one of Tommy's skills, really, you know. Yeah. Serving his betters. Yeah. You, you were kind of the two extremes. You were a really good spy in that you got all the information you wanted, but a really bad spy in that <laughs> you fucked up horrendously. Yeah, got became really, really obvious. But yeah, it, it was fine. It was fine. It could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Tommy got the wrong end of some nobles, but he did manage to spy on the Varadin Council meeting, and he learned a bunch of fun things. Number one, that Kren is going to install a bunch of pacification obelisks throughout the city to quell those nasty revolutionary thoughts. He's introduced a new set of guardsmen that are 100% loyal to him and maybe some weird undead zombie crystal creatures. A bit like Rogar, then. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not got the crystal part, but you know... The but he's, he's undead. Definitely undead. Yeah, and weird. Yeah. Definitely weird. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you, too. <laughs> we love you rogar but let's be honest you are hideously fucked up right now <laughs> that is true <laughs> yeah and uh last but not least krem may have kicked off a war so you know fun times all around yeah but wait there's more <laughs> there is more rogar read a book yep it didn't end well <laughs> no it did not i i just liked your cry of but it's just a book after our entire one shot that revolved around Kren reading a book, going insane and doing all of this. <laughs> I mean, I kind of foreshadowed it a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean? It's I, 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 just a dumbass. I mean, I mean, my, my man likes to read. What, what can we say? <laughs> exactly. And if it had said the king in yellow on the front, I would not have read it. I would have thrown it <laughs> into the fire. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Rogar grew a new appendage, otherwise known as an eye in the middle of his now ghoulish forehead. So he's looking a little worse for wear, but that is 
Rogar, Sophia, and Solara drinking in a tavern and discovering new appendages, while Tommy is still in the palace, which I think is where we're going to pick back up, because I believe you wanted to head up the stairs towards the guest rooms. Yeah, I. so theoretically there's supposed to be an entrance to a secret tunnel somewhere up there that yes. leads out of the palace, and that's what Tommy is hoping he's going to stumble upon. Okay, well then, you... You're still acting as a servant as well, correct? You're not trying to sneak. Uh, yeah, so so my, my, my sort of cover story, if, if I get rumbled, uh, is that I spilt some wine down one of the nobles. I didn't know his name, but I know what his mask looks like, and that seems about right for a servant. One, one of his, his tops, uh, his robes, and he sent me up to get him a clean bit of clothes and then report back down for a beating. Hmm. Well, okay then. So, Tommy... You begin to make your way through the palace halls, retracing your steps a little bit and kind of walking quickly past the council chamber so that no one tries to call in the servants and you get wrapped up with everything else. And you make your way towards the stairs that were at the end of the corridor that you best guess probably lead up to uh, personal quarters. And as you start making your way up the stairs, I want you to make me a perception check. Sure. Uh, 23. 23. As you start to climb up this long sort of spiraling staircase you do hear what sounds like two people making brief conversation to each other and from the topic of how bored they both are you take a stab in the dark they're probably just regular palace guards yeah i'm gonna give it a whirl with with my with my excuse it seems plausible it's it's based on true events so i'm, I'm gonna go up towards them and and um yeah, and, and and try and just say I'm, I'm that's where I'm heading. So I, I'm going to go go as if I'm as if I'm on a on a mission. You know, I've been tasked with something. I need I cannot fuck up again. Um, I'm I'm determined and walking with purpose. Okay, so you uh, strut your stuff up the stairway, and as you round the corner, you do notice a doorway that leads presumably into some sort of uh, chambers upstairs, and you see two guards stood outside. You notice these guards are far more impressively dressed than you would like your standard city guard. They're wearing this pale golden brass armor with long cloaks at the back. They're both armed with uh, rather nasty-looking long swords, and as you approach, they kind of give you that kind of stink eye of like what the hell are you doing here uh excuse me sirs i need to get to the room of one of the noble lords downstairs um i i spilt some wine down his tunic when i was serving him and i need to go and get him a new one immediately uh if i delay too long i'm going to get a, even more of a savage beating than i'm already likely to get so if you'll excuse me please Mm -hmm. do me i would say do me a persuasion but with advantage because i do think your story is relatively credible uh, a 12 so <laughs> i am, I am tommy that? so jesus it's charisma oh. but they are oh. stupid guards <laughs> come on mm. oh don't call yeah. the guards stupid well i mean I'm, I'm hoping the reason that they're they're posted up here at the back here is because they're not like the cream of the crop that's <laughs> true could be one of the guards narrows his eyes at you and takes a step forward. Now see here, we don't just let the servants go wandering around in the guest quarters unescorted. Uh, Do you know which noble you are here to visit? I, I, I'm, I'm new here, I didn't like to ask, but um, I, I describe his mask to him. I think it was the one with the teardrop. Mm. 
please, sir, I, 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 I must get back as soon as I can. I, I know I'm going to get beaten, but I'd, I'd rather not lose my life. You may enter the guest quarters, but you will be escorted. Shit. Uh, very well. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. And uh, he opens the door and the the guard sort of turns and follows in after you, but the second guard stays guarding the door. Okay. As you are led down a different hallway that has a number of doors. And you see there's actually quite a few guest rooms in here, and you're not entirely certain which one the entrance to this chamber may be in, and you get the impression the guards probably are just going to let you look into each and every one of them. So what do you do? Do you just try to pick one at random, or...? Um, I'm going to ask him, to see, does he know where that, that noble lord is staying, which room he's staying in? He uh, shakes his head at you a little bit like, ah, House Warwick is in the second door on the right, and he kind of points a few doors down from where you are. Okay, thank you, Lord. Um, I mean, sir, I mean, uh, uh, yes, thank you. And I kind of hurry and bustle into that room. Okay. So you uh, you go to the door and you open it up and it, it's, a, it's a relatively nice guest room. You don't really see much in there. It looks like um, whoever the man is who uh, humiliated you didn't bring too much. You see like a small bag on the side, which has, you know, a change of clothes if needed. But that's about it. All right. Now, guys, I'm, um, I'm thinking about how I can dispatch this guard. Yeah. I think that's your only choice, isn't it? To actually yeah. knock him out. But if I can do it in a way that... Knock, it out, knock him out and steal his costume? I mean, I, I can change, change what I look like to look exactly like him if I want to. Um, or, or I could... Ooh. I could... Is is there any? Is it just the one chamber, or is there like a bathing area, or is it, or like a seating area, or something, or is it just one? Uh, it is a relatively large opening chamber that has the bed in there, and it has like a couple of windows out to the to the sky, so you can just see out over the courtyard. And there is a chamber for like um, a bath, like general bathing and cleaning, cleaning yourself up. So it's two chambers, and but the quite large chambers. Ooh, okay. Um, ooh, I've I've, I've got. Uh... I might, part of me is thinking what I could do is I could, I could sort of head into the bathroom as if I'm going in that way. And then I could let out a scream that sounds like a woman um, <laughs> and, and come rushing out, change my appearance while I'm out of his sight, come rushing out as a naked woman and go, get out of my chamber right now and hope the guard kind of leaves. Um, <laughs> he, might, he, might, he might notice the, um, that he's not going with the other guy. Uh Trouble is, it, it relies on, on deception a little bit, but... Why did he have to fucking follow you? Right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I'm going to... All right, so Tommy's just going to bustle through and go, uh, I think he said something about it being in the bathroom. Um, or the, the abulation area. And he's going to... I'm going to quickly sort of bustle into that side room there. Okay, he kind of looks at you a little confused, but she lets you go. I'm going to shout as I'm doing that, What are you doing?! What the hell are you doing busting in on me here? Who are you? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm, I'm a sub. You, you sent me to... Yes, I know what I said, but I decided to come up here myself. Look. And I'm going to storm out into that room dressed exactly like the um, the noble downstairs. Ooh, smart. And say to the guard, what the hell are you doing in here letting people in? Interesting. Do me do me a deception. And again, I'll give you advantage. Okay. Thanks. Should have been a deception the first time around, but whatever. <laughs> come on, Tommy. Come on. 
Uh, 22. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. 22. Uh, the guard kind of stands at attention and goes, Oh, I'm, I'm incredibly sorry, sir. Would you like me to dispose of the servant? No. Get out. What, what the hell are you doing abandoning your post anyway? Get out and guard the, the um, area properly. Leave this servant to me. I will beat him myself. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. Um, okay. And he kind of turns and leaves. What, what's your name, guard? Um, it's, um, what's a good guard name? Uh, Jacob. No, Marcus. Marcus, there you go. Marcus, yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> crowdsource for uh, unnamed guard number one. <laughs> this is what they mean when they say D&D is a collaborative storytelling experience. It's yes, so it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, Marcus, eh? Right. Well, Kren will be hearing about this. I don't want to see you down this corridor again. I want you to stay at your post for the rest of your shift. If I even so much see, see you move to take a leak, I will make sure that it's the last thing you do. Very good, sir. I will return to my post. And he uh, turns around and goes to leave. Right, so what are you going to do now? I'm going to do an investigation of this chamber. Are and you going to stay dressed as him? Um, for now, yeah, because I know he's downstairs and the guard already knows that I, well, believes that I'm him. Yeah, true. Okay, so you're doing an investigation of this room? Uh, yeah, to see if I can see any... I don't think it's going to be in here, but while I'm in here, I don't want to miss it. So I'll have a quick quick look around and see if I can see anything that might constitute a um, secret passage. Okay. <laughs> um, with an eight, I don't find anything, I'm sure. <laughs> with an eight? You, for a long time, really think it, you could have been that lucky and it could have been this room. Well, <laughs> it was worth a punt. So you, I'm gonna... you go into the bathroom and you press every single tile in like combinations and things like it's got to be one of these. <laughs> Damn it! Tit. All right, so I'm going to make my way out into the um, into the corridor and go for a little um, wander up and down and see, see if I can spot anything in the corridor that's that's obvious that might be leading to a. Actually, no. Do you know what I'm going to do before I do that? Mm -hmm. All right, uh, I'm going to get on the bed. And I'm going to take a piss on his pillow. Oh, well, I wondered where that was going. I'm glad it was it was just a piss. Yeah, just just a, just a very quick leak. I'm not going to waste too much time with this. We're going to take a nice nice um, nice hearty piss on his pillow. Um, say hello to Mister Yellow. And uh, yeah, <laughs> look at my king in yellow. <laughs> and then I'm going to leave and see see what I can see down the corridor. Okay, well, you leave the, the bed thoroughly soiled and <laughs> head out to the corridor. Um, the corridor itself looks fairly nondescript, but give me a give me a perception check. Sure. Uh, 13. Not rolling well. Uh, I, ro I rolled quite well, but yeah. <laughs> I'd say with the 13, as you kind of scan around, the only thing you do notice is that the door at the far end looks a little bit like dusty, a little bit more unused than the others. Okay. Um, in lieu of anywhere else to, to look, that seems like the best option for now. Part, part of Tommy's going, in, in, in my mind, is going, loot all the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the rest of Tommy's going, no, because I don't know when any of the nobles are going to come back. And I'd like to at least know where my exit is first. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to head towards the, the slightly dustier door and, and have a little bit of investigation, see if that's, see if that's locked or trapped. Okay. As you go up to the door, you uh, 
take a good look at it. It doesn't seem to be locked, and you uh, kind of press the handle, and it just kind of swings open. And as you have a look inside, you do see a similar-looking guest room, a little bit smaller, uh, a lot dustier. You see this one, this room doesn't seem to be used or even cleaned much. And as you scan around the room, you only notice one thing that seems out of place that the other room didn't have. And it's that this room has a number of bookshelves. Hmm. And all but one of these bookshelves have books on them, funnily enough. One of them is completely empty. Hmm. That seems strange. Yeah, I'm going to go and investigate the empty bookcase. The empty bookcase. So there's, um, as you go up to the empty bookcase, uh, do me an investigation, but I'll tell you what you see initially is just, it's an old 13. book. 13? Okay, it's an old bookcase, and it has four different shelves. Okay. Um, I'm going to look and see if there's anything obvious, anything like, you know, uh, loose, anything that looks like it could be pressed or pulled or manipulated in some way. I'd say that was with your investigation. You didn't notice anything obvious with a 13. Okay. I'm going to just sort of see if I can gently move it. Is it is it fixed to the wall? Is it free? It seems fixed to the wall. Okay. Wiggle the shelves? Yeah, I'm going to just give it, give the shelves a bit of a wiggle and see if any of them... They seem pretty sturdy. Okay. So they're not from uh... Ikea, then? <laughs> Funnily enough, yeah, <laughs> I, I, Ikea's probably not big in Varadin, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're looking to expand, though. <laughs> they always are. <laughs> God damn it, I read lots of meatballs. Um, okay. I'm going to have a quick look at the other bookcases and see if there's any like obvious like fake books that are you know actually uh, trigger to open the door or something. Hmm. Um, as you look around, do you want to just try to collect the books and go through them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I assume there's, 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 an, there's not like hundreds of books. No, there's nine. Nine books total. Okay, I'll, I'll have a look at the books quickly then. Okay. As you kind of gather them all, they all feel like real books, and you open a few pages and they look like regular books, at least as far as your uh, eye can tell. But they do seem to be a rather eclectic collection, and you may want to make some notes as I go through this. Hint, hint. Give me one second. Uh Yep, do it. Okay. So the first book is called Wondrous Birds and Where to Find Them. (laughs) I assume that's about birds and not women. It is indeed. But, uh, the next one is called Elmerick's Amazing Escape from the Dungeons of, Dungeons of Ashar. Mm. Oh, sorry, Anshar. The next one's called Underdark, The Twisted Tunnels of Latofia. Then we've got General Reinholdt's Grand Strategies. And it's Through the Ancient World, A Guide to Sadowin's Lost Paths. So Through the Lost World? A uh, Guide to Sadowin's Lost Paths. And then we've got Dragons, Why Fight When You Can Hide. Next up, The Tombs of Ramora. And then the next one, An Arcanist's Guide to Erotic Exploration. Get that one. <laughs> and then the last book, How to Accept Rejection, A Bard's Tale. <laughs> you got all those? Roughly. <laughs> Do you want me to reread any? Second to last one, please. Second to last one. Uh, that was either an arcanist's guide to erotic exploration or the tombs of Remora. Uh, through the lost world, a guide to. Can you repeat the name of the place, please? Uh, it's through the ancient world, a guide to Sadowin's lost paths. Cool. Okay. Or you could take a picture and Snapchat it to us. 
<laughs> yeah, or send or send it to us after the thing, just in case if there's anything that I need for later sessions. But um, ah, cool. I could do that. That that would have been a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I was just sat here thinking I could just paste this to you. Oh well, whatever. That's motherfucker. Anyway, those are the books you find as you uh, gather them all up. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right, so there's no, there's no obviously obvious um, books that turn out that they're not actually really a book. Nope, they all seem to be real books. Cool. I would keep a couple of these if you can. Well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm wondering if there's something, some kind of guide in any of these books as to how to how to get out of this room. Um, um, to be fair, I was more thinking take the strategy one because yeah. it's a chance that Kren would use some of the uh, strategic moves in there. Hmm. I swear we should take the bird one. Possibly overthink. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna probably gonna grab them all anyway, but I have a f- feeling I should. I don't know. Part of me wants to like put them on the other bookcase. I was more, oh yeah, yeah. Try, you could try that, but uh, if that doesn't work, definitely take the one with the lo- uh, the guide to Sadowen's lost paths. Yeah, I, I I will do. I say I'm probably gonna grab them all if I can, but yeah, um, yeah. let me um, let me just try placing them on the other bookshelf. The, the 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 empty one. So you're going to put them on the empty bookshelf. Yeah. So there's four shelves available. Are you putting every book just up there, or what are you doing? Uh, put put them on the empty one. Yeah, there's 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 four shelves on the empty bookcase. All oh, right. I just thought one shelf was available. Is that right? Yeah. No. No. You're right. You're right, Matt. There's there's four shelves on the bookcase. Hmm. I'm hoping it's an anagram. I'm, yeah. Something about the, the fact that we've got to know what the, you've got to read these is suggests that that's the case. This is like a fucking escape the room, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. What I'm going to do actually, while I'm while all that's going on, is I'm just going to. I've seen all these books. I'm going to. Th- I'm having to think about them. I'm just going to see if I can put anything in front of the door. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can grab a chair and kind of. Yeah, just put a chair in front of the door, just in case anyone decides to come down here. It doesn't seem like it's a room that's very often used, but. You never know. You don't want to. Sure. Um, don't want to be disturbed while I'm having a look around. So I'm going to move a chair in front of the door, and then put all of them. Uh, say there's four shelves, didn't you? Yeah. So put all of them on the middle two shelves. Okay, I'll do that. What are you going to do, sorry? Put all of them on the middle two shelves is what Uncle said. Just an idea. Okay. You try to cram all of them onto the middle two shelves. Wait a moment. Nothing seems to happen. Okay. So next thing I'm going to try is I'm going to put the the birds one on the top shelf. Okay. Dungeons and twisted tunnels on the bottom shelf. Um, uh, the tombs on the bottom shelf as well. I'm not going to put the the rejection one on there. Uh, dragons I'm going to put on the top shelf as well. Um, the scrying strategies on the middle shelf um and the guide to lost paths where would that would you guys think about that probably put that on the shelf number two shelf maybe shelf two yeah 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 okay i'll try that okay uh when you put them all up you don't seem to notice anything happen when you start taking them away which which is the last book you take away um i'll take away the dragons one that's the last one you leave up there? So, so, so I take them all except that one. Is that what you're saying? 
Yeah, I was going to say, which one's the last one you leave up as you're taking them down? Uh, the first one I put up, so it was the birds one. Yep. Okay, you don't notice anything then. Uh, do me, as you've spent more, a bit more time with the shelving, do me a, another investigation check as you're kind of looking around. Uh, a natural one. No. Natural one. Yeah, you don't notice anything. Nope, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to try putting them up in a, in a similar order again, pretty much the same order. But the last book I'm going to take away this time... Tunnels. Is the tunnels one, yeah. Tunnels. And which shelf are you putting that one on? Uh, that was on the bottom bottom shelf, I think. Bottom shelf. Uh, you don't notice anything. Okay. But part, something, something, something's telling me that I should start putting these books on. That, that, that I'm doing, doing something right here, but not quite right. Okay. So if I just put try and put one book on there... Um, which book, which shelf? Uh, an Arcanist's Guide to Erotic Exploration on the top shelf. Doesn't seem to do anything. It's not alphabetical then. Um, Through the Ancient World on shelf number three. Uh, I'm listening to a, vo- a voice in my head. And <laughs> that that <laughs> appears to, to, to have more of an idea than I do. So uh, I put Through the Ancient World on shelf number three. As you put it on shelf number three, you notice just for a moment a faint greenish glow around the book that then fades. Okay. So that... Maybe just leave that one there. So I'm going to leave that one there. I don't know. I'm making this shit up. But then again, so is Cookson. (laughs) (laughs) He just has has more of a plan than we do. Uh, (laughs) This is like the joy of being a 90s puzzle game designer where like everyone... You show the game to you think, ah, oh, these puzzles are going to be super easy for them. And then they look at it and like, what sort of mad bullshit were you on when you made this up? <laughs> but it's so obvious. You clearly kill the chicken with the jester's hat and then throw it in the puddle. <laughs> Damn you, Guybrush. Uh, I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to just just, just keep, keep putting every, every book in every single shelf until it glows green. No, I'm going to try and get some logic to this. Um, I'm Underdark sure- and shelf four. Oh yeah, Underdark yeah. Shelf 4. Don't notice anything with that one. Underdark Shelf, shelf 3. <laughs> yeah, also, three. don't notice anything. <laughs> Underdark Shelf 2. That one then glows green. Okay. Yeah. So I've got, an, I've got the um, uh, Through the Ancient World on Shelf... Four. Four. No, three. Sorry, sorry. Three. On Shelf 3. And I've got Underdark on Shelf 2. Yeah. Okay. Um, while you've been spending more time on this, I'll say I'll give you one last investigation check as you're kind of still like <laughs> around the shelves and because you just need to roll better, dude. Come on, Tommy. You've spent <laughs> a while. God, it's in a fucking eight. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is the thing. I, I investigation relies on intelligence, which is not something Tommy has. <laughs> Ask me to do a perception. I've got motherfucking expertise in that shit. <laughs> oh, shame. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Funnily enough, Rogar's actually smarter now, which is interesting. Yeah, which is, is interesting. Yeah. I don't know is. by the way. Um we never we've not actually mentioned what all the things your sword and book have actually given you, so I don't know if you want to reveal any of that on pod, but up to you. Um I you can do, wait until we're back at you if you want to explain. Yeah, it to yeah, I was gonna say but, I, yeah. I might do it in a more <laughs> opportune moment, but yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, re- I'll reveal some of it. Well Matt Ponders. <laughs> <laughs> Um, birds on shelf one. Yeah, birds on shelf one. Doesn't do anything. Two. 
No, I was going to say four. Also doesn't do anything. I'm going to say, <laughs> do me, do me a, a raw unskilled intelligence check, which is <laughs> a hint for the puzzle. But also, you hear the door at the end of the corridor open. Oh, shit. Okay. Unskilled intelligence check. Man, just a straight up. I've only got a 10 in intelligence, so... <laughs> a 10. 10. 10. With a 10, there's, you're not quite sure what it is, but there's definitely something in common with uh, some of these books. Seriously? <clears throat> the ones that are glowing? Well, yes, the two that are glowing and presumably other books. I think the ones with names, ones with names in, them? in them? Maybe, yeah. So, so Elmerick's Amazing Escape from the Dungeons of Anshar. Let's try that one on shelf one. It glows green. Okay. And um, the tombs... You hear a door get kicked open not too far away from you. The Tombs of Remora on shelf four. It also glows green, and you notice all four books briefly flash green, and the wall seems to shift slightly, and the bookshelf can be moved, as well as the wall. Okay. Um... Can can I remove the books now, or do they? Stay? Um, if you just the moment you take one of the books off, the wall becomes solid again. Okay, so oh, I'm gonna shit. put the book back. Um, put the book back. Step through the shimmering wall, and then I'm hoping there's a way I can make it not obvious that's the way I've gone. <laughs> well, as you go through the wall, if you close it behind you, it becomes solid again. Cool. I I do that. I'm I'm still carrying the other books because they sound interesting. <laughs> He's got a big bag of books. Yeah, yeah. I, I want, I want the, <laughs> I want to read about the erotic exploration, dude. Oh, you definitely saw that one had pictures. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Diagrams, his, dude. Diagrams. Tom's got his wank material. All right. <laughs> so you go through the door and well, go through the wall and shut it behind you, and you're in what almost seems like a bit of a crawl space, larger than you would expect a crawl space to be. It's like enough for one person to kind of walk okay down here. If you tried to get two people side by side, it'd be too cramped. And you've got like the stone wall that was presumably the guest room on your left. And then the stone wall that you assume is probably the outside wall on your right. And it leads off into the darkness. And you don't have dark vision. So you are going to have to stumble your way through here a little bit. Whoops, should have given you the orb. Yeah, but perhaps it might, if there were any cracks in the walls or anything, it would have been really obvious that someone was making their way down here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in no particular rush to get out, so I'll probably just make my way slowly and carefully along the passage. All right. Do me a, do me a perception with disadvantage because of the darkness. Let's just to see how long it takes you and how much of a pain in the ass this journey is. Uh, a nine. Nine. <laughs> yeah. It's not I mean, your not day. Roll, not rolling well today. Well, I did all right with the deception earlier. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not a great rolling today. today. With the natural one, you take two points of bludgeoning damage from the amount of times you smash your face into a wall. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, As you crawl and feel your way through here, occasionally running to running into low-hanging beams that are supporting the walls. <laughs> and I'm heading for... I'm actually going to see if I can... Well, if there are, if it, this path joins up with the same path that goes from the um, prison or not. So I'm gonna if 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 I've got any option and any vague sense of where I am, mm. I'm gonna try and head towards that one rather than necessarily the way out. Well, as you continue round for a while, you do notice that there is suddenly a drop, but you almost fall down. 
and it seems to have some sort of set of stairs that go down. And as you begin to traverse them, you notice they eventually connect to some sort of larger tunnel. Still man-made, still clearly like uh, stone walls that have been dug through at some point. But as you kind of land in this almost like secret corridor, you see to your left, there's a few steps to go a short distance back up, and then there's a tunnel leading off to your right into the darkness. Uh, I'm going to go for the, for the tunnel leading off to the darkness, I think. I'm not going to take the steps back up just yet. Okay. Um, as you're walking through the tunnel in the darkness, it seems to go on for a long time. Okay. You get a guess that this is probably the way out. Yeah, I'll, I'll double back and head for the steps then. Okay. You go up a, a short set of stairs and eventually you come across another wall, which you walk into. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, sucks to be human sometimes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And as you bang your head against it and you kind of feel against the wall, it feels like a, a solid stone wall, a little bit cold to the touch. But as you like put your hands around it in the darkness, you notice it's got two kind of big handles that you can hold on to. And you pro think to yourself, this is probably a way to get through another secret wall. And given the distance you've traveled, this might be the prison. I'm going to see if I can very cautiously and carefully inch it apart just a little bit mm -hmm. to see if it makes a lot of, lot of noise as I move it. Sure, do me a stealth check. Come on, Tommy. You know, one of those things you're good at. 26. 26. And, and you do have your cloak, so it would be with advantage as well, but I'll say oh, yeah. the 26, you're yeah. fine. Um, Could you imagine if you won? Well, I get to roll again, because it's with advantage. <laughs> and to be fair, on that, on that perception check, I did get a 20 and then a 9, because it was with disadvantage. So. Uh, fun. All right, so you very slowly and carefully turn the two handles and the wall, again, like the one upstairs, seems to move seamlessly away from the join. And it's like, oh, wow, this is a really well-constructed secret passageway that you take a guess that probably only someone like Kren would know about. Considering its construction and where it is in the palace, it's probably like a royal escape route type thing that you've heard of in other castles around the world. It's like, uh, this is where we go when shit gets bad. And we have to run away from the, the horde that's coming for us. Yeah, and even if they put you in jail, it looks like you can still get out that way as well. Exactly. So you kind of twist the wall open and kind of push it to one side. And as you look inside, you're inside a cell. A cell that seems to be empty at the moment. What's the cell made of? Is it bars or is it like uh, concrete and shit? Uh, this one in particular is just seems to have um, metallic bars on your left, which is essentially looking out into the prison proper. You look like this looks like an older constructed style of prison. It doesn't look um, like it's even really used that much anymore. This uh, jail, this jail cell is in. Okay, uh, I'm gonna see if I can have a quick peek out um, stealthily to see if there's any guards patrolling around this area at all. Okay. Do me a uh, perception. This isn't with disadvantage, because as you get out here, you can see there are torches lit in the prison. Uh, 22. Yeah. 22. Um, you kind of push your head as far through the bars as you can and kind of peek down quite a long corridor that you presume leads back into the palace proper. Right at the end, you can see one guard sat down on a chair, kind of just, you presume he's some sort of jailer, or at least someone who's just down here to guard the prisoners as his regular duty. Okay, I'm going to have a, see if I can have a quick peek around and see if there's anybody in any of the other jail cells that I can see. Um, from where you are, directly across from you, you see 
what looks like a more modern cell that is a big iron door set into just a stone wall with a small slat at the top that you could look through, but you'd have to get out of the cell first to do so. And to, and to get out, I'd get into the view of the guard, I'm guessing. Um, not necessarily. He is about, say, about 150, 160 foot away. He's quite far. Like, he's sat down guarding the entrance. I mean, if you're stealthy, there's a reasonable chance he wouldn't notice you coming from this angle. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go and strip so I can stealth out and see if I can see who's in that cell opposite. Okay. Uh, first, do me a thief tools check to see if you can unlock the cell door, and do me a stealth check to see if you can move out and be silent about it. Okay, so unskilled dex 14 plus my um, proficiency bonus, um, which is 3. So 17. So 17. Yeah, with a 17, you do manage to unlock this particular door. And you very carefully roll me a stealth. You make your way out. Uh, 27. 27. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You very, very carefully push the door open, hoping that it doesn't creak and you seem okay as it kind of swings just far enough out for you to sneak out into the darkness, kind of hiding from the torchlight above ahead as you kind of like duck down in your uh, cloak of elven kind. So are you going to the one directly across from you? First, yeah. Okay. As you go to the one directly across from you, um, you notice one thing immediately. The door doesn't have a lock. It just seems to be a door. And as you kind of look up through the, the slat, you can see there's someone inside the cell. They are on their knees with two arms chained to the wall behind them, and they have a what you'd best say is some sort of round helmet locked around their head. You can see a big padlock on the side, like a big iron padlock that's keeping it in place. Hmm. Can you tell what he's wearing? He's wearing very old-looking tattered rags, and he is covered in scars and bruises and uh, old wounds. Just old. They're old, yeah, and they're not, like, fresh or anything. Well... Um, he's not an old guy. You'd guess maybe mid to late 30s. Um, there is a mix of newer scarring and older scarring, as far as you can tell in the dark. Whether he's been tortured in a while, you're not sure, but he, not they've not completely forgotten about him. Doesn't sound like the Doom guy, does it? No, but it's one of those things where you kind of go, is, is any enemy who's that much... Well, he's been tortured that much. That much. Um, he's he's surely going to hate Kren as much as well, as much as Rogar does, probably. So we might we might be in with an, a potential ally here. Uh, I'm going to sort of look look into the neighbouring cells before I do anything with this one. So you move down to the cell next to his, and the one directly next to his seems to be a similar setup with a um, a door that doesn't have a lock and a little slat. And you look through the slat and there is another person in the exact same sort of position with like arms behind their back and this metal helmet on. Except you notice this man only has one arm. He looks similar age. Um, his wounds look a lot fresher. Do you know a one-armed man? You see his arm is bandaged. I was going to say, it's safe to assume he's had it cut off recently, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll do the, the one the other side of the, the first one I saw as well then. So still staying well away from the guard, but with the 27, I'm hoping he's not going to see me anyway. Yeah, so across from this one, the cell you see there is... This one looks to be a more traditional door, and as you look through the slat, 
you see a couple of people wearing very dirty robes sat on the floor. But they're not chained up. Um, they are manacled, but they're not chained up in this more elaborate fashion. They don't have helmets locked around their head either. They just seem to be manacled and dropped in here. Okay. Yeah, but is the door locked? Yeah, the door's locked. Um, what do you, what do you guys think? Should I, should I go keep looking or should I try and start freeing people? Maybe I'm, uh, I wouldn't start freeing people. No, may, yeah, may, maybe not. Cause it, try, cause you're still kind of safe. Try and identify people that you want to save. I mean, the two people who are just manacled, you can assume aren't going to be as useful to you as the people who are elaborately gagged mm. and whatnot. Assuming they, assuming they haven't lost their minds entirely, the ones who've been gagged. Yeah. That's a, fair, that's a fair point, yeah. We are looking for the Doom Guide, though. But to be fair, he might not actually be in the cell. He, there's, 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 no, there's nothing... There's, we've got no reason to suspect he is definitely in the cell, but he yeah. might be. And this, this is probably the only chance before the revolution, as it were. I'm going get to get to have a look around. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to have a peek at a few more cells before I, I make my mind up about who to free um, I think well if you're looking around from here the other cells seem to be unoccupied and if you go any further you're going to be quite close to the guard okay um, I'm going to go for the guy who's missing an arm with the slightly fresher wounds if if, if the guy who's been in there for longer has um, there's more chance he, he may have lost his mind but equally I, I, I might still go and free him afterwards if I get a chance so what? I'm, so I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to whisper through the cell. I'm going to say, um, "What am I going to say?" I'm going to say, "If you can hear me, nod your heads." I'm not with the guards. It takes a few moments. You don't know whether this man was like in some sort of state of half consciousness, but he eventually you see a soft movement of the head that you think is acknowledgement. If you want to be free, if you want to get out of here. You're going to be very, very quiet. I'm going to come into your cell and unlock the door and I'm going to take that thing off your head if I can. And then I'm going to talk to you and then I'm going to free you. Okay? Do you understand? Nod your head again. He nods his head slightly. All right. Stay quiet. I'm letting myself in now. So you're just opening the door? I'm, I'm going to... Well, it says it doesn't seem to be locked. I'm just going to check. Uh, gonna... I said there was no lock. As in it's just oh. a handle. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna check it for traps. See if there's any alarm on it or anything that I can see. All that, right. Um, just investigation. Yeah, do me investigation. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. You see no traps. Uh, I'm guessing there's no other way into this cell. Not that you can see. Um, has like, can he talk back? Can you speak with that helmet on? He shakes his head. There's no lock on your door. Is there an alarm? He shrugs his one shoulder and you hear the chains rattle a little bit. He doesn't seem to know. He can't. You look at his helmet, he can't see out of it. It's like completely enclosed. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Part of me thinks that if I... Yeah, that, that it'd be too easy to just walk in. Yeah, I doubt it's going to be that easy. But at the same time, he is fully chained, etc. So maybe the, maybe the door is just available for people to for the guards to come in and give him a beating it's not like he can he can exactly get out is it but it does seem a bit too easy i guess you've got to do something with one of these 
Well, you don't have to actually. No, I don't. I could just fuck off now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just I just gave this guy a morsel of hope, which I'm now taking away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not that evil, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check the other door, the door from the the, the first guy that I saw. I'm gonna do an investigation check on that. Sure. An eight. So never mind. As far as you can tell, it's exactly the same sort of door as the other guy has. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Shall I open it? Wait a minute. Did you, you know the the guy, the one with the two people in it? Did you yeah. recognize any of these, either of those people? I'm guessing I didn't, but in the dark and they're very grubby, and I mean, you didn't try to communicate with them, so they didn't get any closer. Mm, might not be worth it. It wasn't one of your objectives, was it? No, but at the same time, they might know whether those doors are trapped or not, <laughs> or, or or alarmed. Yeah, could do. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of creep over to the um the cell with the two people in. Okay, what are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna say, stay very quiet if you want to live. I'm not I don't want to hurt you, but I'm not with the guards. All right, as you're a bit closer and you've been stopping around for a while, I'm gonna ask you to redo me stealth as well. Just okay. make sure you're still being silent enough. Uh, 32. Jesus That's all right. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Yeah. You are the knight. Sure. <laughs> I can only get one higher than that, to be fair. So that was a, that was a 19 natural. Uh-huh. Right. So um, as you kind of whisper, one of the guys who sat there in his grubby robes kind of looks up and peers through the bars a little bit like, oh, who's, who's there? For now, let's say a friend. There's two people in those cells opposite. Do you know who they are? Um, I, I think one of them will be our leader. Um, do, do I recognise his robes as he's moved a, a bit more? Uh, he moves a bit closer. Uh, do me a do me a perception on him. Yeah. Uh, ten. Yeah. Uh, ten. They are very badly soiled and dirtied. You can't really tell. He kind of shuffles forward a little bit closer to you, and well, to the door, dragging his manacles with him. Like he seems quite weakened by this whole affair. Yeah, I think one of them will be our leader. I I, I don't know who the other would be. Who are you? We're, we're clerics from the temple. Um, are you familiar with the city, Colombo? Yeah, yeah. We came here a few days ago. Right. Okay. Look, I'm gonna let you guys out. There's an escape route. I'm going to very carefully open your door. I'm going to undo your manacles, but I need you to stay here for now. I need to go and try and rescue your boss. Do you know if he is, if that door that he's behind, is it is it trapped or alarmed or anything? Um, I don't know if it's trapped or alarmed, but, but I do know. I've seen them come and get him a few times, take him away for, I guess, torture or whatever um the the jailer's carrying like a pendant that li- i don't know if that's important but he always seems to hold it in his hand when he opens the door kill the jailer right okay well let me let me let you out Wait, did they remove his arm by any chance uh, yeah yeah they did okay what well, mate well look let me let me open the door. I'm gonna undo your shackles, but I need you to stay there. Because if you if you start moving around, you alert the jailer or anything, then it's all gonna go sideways. Everyone's probably gonna die. 
So just do as I say, all right? He nods a little and goes, okay, don't, don't worry, I'll, we'll, we'll stay silent. And he turns to his uh, compatriot and he kind of like nods as well. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stay as quiet as we can. All right, mate, fuck this up. And if they don't kill you, I will. Insight check them. Yeah, I will actually. That's a good point. I will insight check him. Go for it. Although, I mean, he's a dude in jail, but you never. Yeah, know. he's got not got much. Well, he could be a trap. He's a yeah, trap. He could be. He could be a trap. Yeah, he could be. Uh, with the sixteen, they seem trustworthy. They look tired and par- partially starved, and they're clearly desperate to get out of here. But they're they don't. You don't think they're crazed enough to do something foolish? They've only been here a few days. So I'm going to do a thieves' do- tools check on the door. Um. See if I can unlock it. Uh, an 11 with, um, so a 14. 14? Um, 14 is not quite good enough. So you're going to have to try again, and I'm going to have to make you do another stealth check just for the guard or the jailer. Okay. I'll make the other stealth check again. Do you want to kill him first? Uh, 29. Oh, and, okay. Um, <laughs> well, seeing as I'm here, yeah. I'll just. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Worse. Um, so, 11. 11. With the second attempt, you do damage the lock severely. And you're like, ah, shit. Lock's broken. Okay. I'll, I'll, have, to break, I'll have to break this open then. Uh, I'm going to go and try and take out the guard now. Okay. So, I'm going to try and stealth up to the guard and... I'll say with the 29, he doesn't notice your approach, so okay. what's the plan? Yeah, I'm going to make a um, sneak attack on him uh, with my... Uh, rapier? Yeah, with my rapier, probably, because there's no point me trying to shoot him, because I'll just alert everybody in the entire area. Um, so I think it makes sense to do a sneak attack, and then I'm going to try and... Well, part part of me wants to try and see if I can um, kind of cover his mouth so he can't scream out and then stab him. Well, I'll say since you successfully snuck up on him, you'll get a surprise round. Like, he'll be surprised effectively. So your first, your attack will be with advantage. Mm -hmm. So. Um, Which means I get my sneak attack damage as well. Yep. Um, Are you going to attack him as you kind of creep up slowly behind him as he's kind of like leaning on his chair a bit? That probably makes most sense, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah, I'll I'll make a sneak attack with my rapier. Okay. Roll me an attack with advantage. Uh, a twenty-five with thirteen piercing damage plus uh, four. You jam your rapier right through his side. You're aiming for his throat, but just managed to put straight through his collarbone. And he kind of gasps a little bit and grabs for his sword. And you get your second attack, though. Cool. Um, so I'll so following that up with the rapier again, I'll do another attack. Is with advantage, actually? Oh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it wouldn't be. And you only get sneak attack once anyway. Yeah. I rolled a 30 for attack. I did 13 piercing damage and four extra crit damage. Jesus. Your second attack, you just try to work the rapier closer to his throat and like end up stabbing him a few more times. And he starts bleeding out over his armor. But he's just like clinging on as he kind of pulls himself away from you and starts to pull his sword out to turn on you. 
Do I get my um my offhand attack as well? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, I would say that you do because he's just surprised. So I believe you get your full turn. Okay, so elements wrath, um, and I fucked that up. So Natural never mind. Water. After the, after the thirty, you know, <laughs> can't always be lucky. So what's uh, what elements your sword on at the minute? Um, God, wasn't like thunder, like lightning, uh, lightning damage. I think it was last time. Yeah, I haven't changed it since then. So yeah. Okay. So as you pull that uh, crackling lightning sword out and swing towards him, he kind of jumps backwards and parries it away as you leave the sort of blue arc in the darkness, and he is very unhappy, very hurt. And if you just roll me an initiative quickly, just see if he goes first or you go first. Okay. Please go first, please go first, please go first. Oh, I don't have a token to roll that. Uh, it's all right, just roll a d20 and add your dex. He got a three, so I'm guessing you're going to go first. <laughs> What's your dex? Uh, nine plus nine. my dex, which is five. Okay, so Tommy, you are quick on the draw here. What are you well, going to do? I'm st- I'm just, I'm st- my blade's probably still stuck in his throat at the moment, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm, just, I'm probably just going to wiggle it around a little bit more. So I'll take <laughs> Another attack with my rapier again. Um, uh, 14 and 13. 14 misses. Uh, never mind. Okay. Your uh, rapier bounces off. It's actually a little bit more sturdy armor than you used to with the regular guards outside. Okay, so a 19 with my second rapier and 8 piercing damage. 19 and 8. Ooh, that is just enough to kill this man off as you leap forward and just impale him on the rapier. He tries to gasp out and stifles a, a scream in his throat as he kind of starts drowning in his own blood and collapses to the floor. Nice. Gruesome. I'm not supposed to think that's nice, but I do. Because <laughs> I've killed him. Um, stealthily, no less. Um, yeah. Right, uh, I'm going to immediately rifle through his corpse, you know, go through the pockets and um, seeing what I can get on him doesn't take you too long to find the uh, amulet that the priest was referring to. It's this, this small um, amulet and a little brass chain. It's just got a little um, red gemstone in it, and you can see a carved inscription of a flame on it. Okay. I'm going to drag his corpse into a corner so it's not immediately obvious. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to make my way Has back. Has he got a key? Uh, yeah, does he have a key? That's true. Um, you do find a set of keys, yes. So I'll take the set of keys with me anyway. To be fair, you've already fucked up that lock, but I have fucked up that lock. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna break it later, so it's yeah. fine. Um, so I'm going to take the amulet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hold it up in my hand, and I'm gonna very gingerly try to open the door to the guy who's missing one arm. Okay, as you kind of press your hand against it and start to open the door, you do feel the um, the handle heats up for a moment, but then the amulet seems to flare. And the door just opens. Okay. And uh, you are seeing a very heavily wounded man on his knees, covered in chains and with this helmet on. He looks quite a state. Okay, I'm going to see. I'm going to say, look, I'm in your cell now, mate. I'm going to try and take your helmet off so I can see who you are. Just bear with me. I've got some keys from the guard who, I hope this led you some consolation, I brutally murdered. Um, <laughs> so just. Bear with me a second. Don't make any sudden movements. I'm just going to try and unlock this um, mask you're wearing. 
you flick through a few keys and you eventually find like an old, slightly rusted looking iron key and you think that that looks like this padlock and you unlock it and the helmet clicks apart and you notice it's got, it's got like a gag inside to stop like spellcasters being able to just be able to cast anyway. They have just like mm. not just a verbal only spell and you pull the helmet away and drop it to the floor gingerly so it doesn't make a huge clattering sound on the stone flagstones and as the man looks up and he's got a couple of wounds on his face as well not horrendous he still seems to have both his eyes nose and tongue but he looks up at you and you recognize the doom guide halson yay and my goes, friend you were the last person i expected to see in this God's forsaken place. Well, I have a funny habit of turning up a bit like a bad smell, you know. But, yeah, nice to see your face too. We've been a bit worried about you. Yes, I have been a bit indisposed. And he kind of looks over to his arm that is no longer there. It is his left arm that's missing. And he's got this, like, bandage stump that comes down a little bit below the shoulder. Yeah, that, that looks like it hurt, mate. Um, listen, let me try and undo these other chains on you. Thank you. So, Mom. No, I was just going to say, he, you can tell he, like, he sounds like hoarse and weary, like he's probably not been fed or watered particularly well while he's been here. And you start working away the chains and getting them off him. You see they've, they've left like big red welts of like torn and bruised flesh underneath. He's, he's not been treated well as he kind of starts to pick himself up off the floor a little bit. But you do realize, I mean, this man, as he stands up, he's wearing like ta- tattered rags, but he is still quite a physical specimen like you're kind of surprised the amount of stamina this guy has to still be able to stand up over, under his own power after all this time do you do you know who's in the cell next to you mate uh, i must admit i don't didn't even realize there was someone next to me yeah it looks to be in a well a similar situation to you as it were um there's two of your um acolytes in the cell on the way the, across the way i tried to break him out but um I couldn't get through the lock, so I might have to blow it off, and that'll probably be the last thing we can do when we're in here. So, if you can just stay here for a minute, mate, I'm going to go and see who's next door, see if they're one, well, on our side, or at least anti-Samuel Cren, and if they are, maybe they could be an ally. Sounds like a reasonable idea. I must admit, if he's been given the same special treatment I was, I assume he's no fan. Well, he's, he looks like he's been here longer than you have as well. So um, some of those wounds are pretty old. So give me a sec. I'm going to use the same amulet that I used to get through your door. And I'll go, I'm going to go and give it a try. All right. If you okay. want to head across the way into that cell, and I point to the cell that I came from, just wait in there. There's a secret passage out the back. Um, and we'll, we'll all go out there the same way. Can he heal himself? Not at the moment. He's exhausted and has not been able to pray and regenerate his spells or anything. Oh, he's like, he's very much out of it. Yeah. He kind of nods to you and just goes, fine, let's, let's try to get the hell out of here as soon as possible then. And he kind of walks over to the empty cell and kind of leans up against the wall. Yeah, okay, I'm going to try and use the same amulet on the cell door next door. Okay. It seems to do the same thing, where it kind of heats up for a moment and then dispels, and you open the door. I'm going to say, I'm not with the guards, same as I said to um, the Doom Guide. If you can hear me, nod your head. He kind of 
as he hears someone step into the cell, he kind of reacts quite violently. Like you see his shoulders tense against the chains, like he's trying to break out. And then when he hears your voice for a moment, um, do me a persuasion, actually. Yeah, sure. Sometimes I just wish I was Kurt, you know, a 12. A 12. He seems to still kind of like not trust you. He's like thrashes his head around a little bit. He clearly heard you, but he's not uh, instantly won over by your charm. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Look, mate, I'm not trying to hurt you, all right? I've just freed this prisoner in the cell next door. Turns out he was Doomguide Helson, being held here at the pleasure of Samuel Crenn. I'm no fan of the main man upstairs. And look, I don't have to free you, but you seem like you might just perchance be on the same side as us. So if you'll calm down a little, I'm going to come over and I'm going to try and remove that mask on your face. Uh, when you say Kren, you hear kind of like a garbled scream of rage from inside the helm, and he kind of pulls at both the chains as hard as he can. And you think he must have done this a hell of a lot because the chains themselves like go very tight against the walls, and you see them almost working a little bit loose. Like this guy is a bit of a, a bit of a tank. He's <laughs> a if, given how long he seems to have been in here, he still seems to be a pretty strong guy. <laughs> All right, mate, calm down, calm down. As I said, if you'll let me, I'm going to move over. I'm going to try and remove your mask, and then I'm trying to going to try and get you free. But if you keep acting like that, I can't trust you. All right, just, you don't trust me yet. I don't trust you yet, but just stay, stay calm and let me take this mask off. He kind of sags his shoulders down a little bit, but you can see he's like, he's like a coiled spring. Like he's just... He's anxious and angry and just wants to be out of here as quickly as possible. Yeah, you and me both, mate. All right. I'm going to gingerly make my way towards him. And I'm going to kind of holding the keys in one hand and sort of hovering near my weapons on the other. Okay. You unlock the helmet. Yeah. You do that and you place it on the ground. And as you do, you see a long... um, just mat of black hair kind of falls down around the sides of his face, clearly not been like cut or taken care of, and he has a long dark beard that has a little bit of grey in it in places, and you see his face is covered in scars all over on the left-hand side, and his body, like I said before, is just like horribly scarred, and it's even worse now that you've stood up close. He clearly has been here for a while, and he kind of shakes his head and like bits a bunch of like spittle and just nastiness as the gag came away and he's just cleaning his throat out for the first time in probably a while and he looks up at you and goes thanks no problem mate look what are you in for what are you doing down here (laughs) what am I in for a little bit too loyal for too long, and then not loyal enough, I guess. Do you recognize him, Tommy? I'm guessing I don't. Yeah, you wouldn't have a clue who this guy is. Mm. Um, what's your name, Gov? He used to be Emmerich. I used to... I used to work here. If you let me go... I'll help you burn this fucking place to the ground. Insight check-in? Yeah, I will. Go for it. 17. 17. 
he's angry, probably a bit unstable and a bit dangerous, but he seems to be being honest with you. That sounds like a fair deal to me. That's exactly what we're here for. Well, not right now. Right now I'm trying to get my ass out of here, but we're coming back and we are going to burn this fucking place down. So I'm going to gingerly reach across now and I am going to undo your cuffs. You, uh, you undo the cuffs and the, the heavy metal chains kind of fall to the ground with a bit of an ominous thud. And he takes a moment to kind of catch his breath and stands up. And even more surprising than Halston that this guy's still got the constitution to be able to stand under his own power. And he kind of looks at you and he, he'd say he's probably about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, human. He still looks a bit of a tank despite clearly being malnutrition, uh, malnourished and a little bit paler than he should really be to be healthy. But he looks at you and kind of nods like, all right then, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Going ahead into the, um, the cell with the Doom Guard over there. That's where our way out is. I need to blow a lock off and get a couple of guys out. And then we'll be moving pretty sharpish. Mm-hmm. There, like, when you went towards the... To kill the guard, did you see anybody else in any of the cells? Um, no, there was no one else past them. Okay, fair enough. All right, he kind of walks past you and goes into the cell with uh, Halson. And okay. What's the plan? Are you just going to shoot the lock off? Uh, yeah, probably. To be fair, actually, I, I might I might try and hack it off with my short sword if I can, rather than make too much noise with it with a gunshot. I'd say, looking at the kind of metal here, you're not going to do it with your short sword. Okay, pistol it is. Mm. Um, so I'm going to kind of step back a little bit, so I've got a clean shot, and so that the ricochet isn't likely to hit the two in the room. And I'm going to take a shot. Okay, you uh, brace yourself and kind of line up, and then take a shot. And a small explosion goes off in this small cramped cell block and you hear it kind of echo all the way up the uh, corridor and up the stairs and the door kind of swings open in kind of a creaky way with this big hole over the the lock and the two priests inside are like cowering against the back wall from the explosion a little bit like what the (laughs) fuck was that? And then they just sort of see you stood there in the sort of clearing smoke. (laughs) Yeah. Oi, you two, poindexters. Fucking come on, then asses and elbows. They, uh, you don't have to tell them twice as they kind of like run forward. Like they've got their hands still kind of like manacled in front of them, but they're just, they don't even yeah. care. They're just going to run forward. Like, yeah, we'll worry about that later. Right. And I'm going to shove them all into the cell I was in before and through the back. And then I'm going to shut as quickly as I can that hatch behind us all. Okay. You all make your way into the car, into the, the hidden corridor. Uh, as you begin to hear a lot of plate boots start to come down the stairs to check out what the fuck that explosion just was. Yeah, uh, I'm going to slam that, well, qu- quietly shut that that big hatch, slide it back into place. It seemed pretty silent earlier, so put it back into place and effectively, hopefully, these guards are going to come in and just not know what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you put the, the door back, the wall back into place, you see, like upstairs, it kind of fits in seamlessly, so you can you can't really tell that anything was a miss there. And right. uh, you begin to make your way out, I assume. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna get everyone back down the stairs, so we're we're into this with the long corridor again, and then I'm gonna find the key for the two um, two other um, acolytes and to release their shackles so they can move a bit more easily. But I didn't want to hover just at where we come out, just in case I was making a lot of noise behind the um, behind the wall. Mm. 
sure and they kind of both they both thank you and kind of like rub their wrists a little bit as they you can see their hands are just badly bruised and uh, very raw and uh you and your little uh, hodgepodge of a group start making your way away mm. yay thank you for finding the doom guide that's all right uh, as, as we're kind of making our way down i'll be like so um yeah a few things have changed while you've been in there um Halson. uh sophia is now well following your lord as it were she's taken the vows of a cleric is that so well i will always welcome new people to the faith Though I thank you for saving me, I do not entirely forgive you for the death of my brother. I appreciate perhaps there were more circumstances than I was aware of at the time. And you kind of see he's probably had a lot of time to think things over from his initial kind of rash reaction that's kind of landed him in a cell. And frankly, when someone, some crazed dictator cuts your arm off, it gives you a bit more perspective on uh, (laughs) who you want to direct your rage at. So he's not like friendly with you but he's like like fuck it let's get this done yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of as as we're kind of leaving i'm gonna fill him in on a little bit more detail because last time he wasn't really up for hearing what happened mm. um and and also about yeah shall i shall i tell him about sophia's dream yeah 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 tell him that yeah, he I'll, says hello I'll, I'll tell him about sophia's dream and i'll tell him about um about how ansia came to her in her time of need and how that's that's the reason that Sophia has decided to sort of dedicate her life to Kalembo. Mm-hmm. Do me a persuasion because it's not the most believable story for him. <laughs> uh, um, I'll, I'll, okay, well, I'll, I'll say, look, to be fair, Sophia can tell it better than I can because I've only heard this secondhand. So if you don't quite believe me, you know, don't worry about it. Here's a 10. Mm. He looks at you as goes a little bit goes, well, I appreciate the story. I'm not entirely certain I believe it to be more than just a dream, but if that's how she found her faith, then I will not begrudge her. To be fair, I was much the same until I found out that she'd used all our potions. <laughs> so, Still. It, it, it added an air of credibility to it, at least. But as I say, sh- she can tell the story a lot better than I can. Anyway, and then I guess we're just going to make our way towards the exit. Was there okay. anything else you needed to do? Uh, I don't believe so. Well, w- yeah, there was an exit, wasn't Yeah, sorry, yeah. Well, we, I, I, I hope there is. Uh, <laughs> I'm heading down a long <laughs> dark, uh, and I'm letting, yeah, I'm, I'm letting our new, our new pal, uh, was it Emmerich, lead the yeah. way um, because I don't want to walk into any more beams. <laughs> as he's, as you guys kind of walk all the way down, it takes quite a while, and there is a little bit of like tense silence because Emmerich doesn't seem to want to talk much, and Halston's kind of pondering things, and the two clerics are just kind of happy to be out of a cell. So you all kind of make your way a little bit in silence past that point. And it takes a good like 30, 40, maybe even 50 minutes of just walking down this path until you eventually come to what looks like a dead end but you tommy notice it's got the same sort of handles as the wall in the prison and you kind of twist them and they start to open and as you look out you're inside what seems to be an empty cellar Hmm. i'm gonna sort of creep out first into the cellar and just do a quick recce before i let the other guys out uh do me a uh, stealth and a perception see what you see see how well you hide uh 21 for my stealth and a 13 for the perception. 
Okay. So you slip out quite silently and you look around the cellar and it looks like nobody has been here in a long time. It's covered in cobwebs and dust and like dead insects and stuff like that. There's just, there's no signs of recent life here. And as you kind of creep around and start to look up the stairs, you realize that it's um, just as abandoned upstairs as well. You seem to be inside some sort of small house reasonably nice house but not particularly not as big as your townhouse that you took off the uh, dead trader okay uh i'm gonna i'm gonna see if they see if I can see out of any of the windows or if the door seems like it's locked or anything sure you um you look out the windows at the front of the house and you realize where you are you're near the northern gate of the city okay well, at least you're still in the city um do, do, do so i know know kind of pretty much exactly where i am do i yeah you're in basically the the northernmost part of the trade district um where it becomes more like suburban housey uh cool i'm gonna i'm gonna use the sending stone now then to send a short message to the uh, to sophia and rogar and solara and say exactly where i am i'm in you know by this by this gate in this area um have doom guide and others with me request extraction really do you want us to come get you or do you think you could make it yourself well just so you know heinrich did say to meet him back afterwards because you've got this other thing to attend just like whether you want to meet him in the north or go to back to near his office just a general fyi Uh, Um, where's where's the meeting that we've got to go to uh you don't know heinrich knows Oh. Well, do we want to do we, do we want to drag? The, well, I guess we do. We'll probably don't want to drag the Doom Guide. I think he's now in this in it with us. I don't think he is probably the best idea to take him back to. Um, well, actually, he can't go back to the temple. I was thinking no. that. We, no, let's not put him back. Pro- probably not the best. There's a there's a good chance that Arahara Dal is going to come to this meeting with us, and he's probably the most the only person we know who might be able to heal him a bit. So mm, that's true. You know, since he is on side, so I would expect yeah. him to be rather important at this meeting. So let's. Um, I, I, w- I want to bring them with us. I'm just. I'm just thinking whether I should get an escort of you, Solara, Sophia, and Rogar. Well, it can't hurt, I guess, if you you were they're all injured and shit. Yeah, we'll we'll hole up in this house, and if you three come and meet us here, and then we'll all go back together as a group to. Okay. Does, yeah, that does, does that make sense, guys? Because that's that's what is there I enough time for that? Continue. Yeah, I was going to say, is there enough time for that? Uh, it, it's getting a little late, but there'd be enough time to go meet him and head back to Heinrich's. Just about might okay. be a little late meeting Heinrich, but uh, <laughs> should have so, told uh, us where it was then, dude. <laughs> right, let's let's um yeah let's 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 do that then. So if you guys can can head over now, request extraction. Okay, so the pair of you and Solara are just sat in the tavern. It's getting a little late, and you're starting to get a little bit worried, and then Tommy's message comes through. I assume, do you go straight to him? Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Let's do it kind of stealthily, I would say, you know, moving through the streets with guards running around and stuff. Seems to make sense. Stick to the dark. Stick to the dark, yeah. Yeah, okay. Don't don't, don't, don't go striding right up the middle of the road. Towards us, <laughs> uh, arm in arm, following the yellow brick road, kind of thing. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we could pretend to be drunks, but I think people would. Yeah, no. I think I think just 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 move quietly and with purpose. You're, is is the best way to not attract attention of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, so you uh, you wander through the streets. It takes you a little while to get there. Eventually, you do reach this safe house that Tommy's in. Do you just go inside? Um, um, check the perimeter. No, I was going to yeah, check the perimeter and then message him to come out rather than we go in. Okay. Yeah, true, yeah. Just say, right, outside, let's move. Okay, so you look around. Things seem relatively quiet at the moment. It's getting a little late in the evening, so the guard patrols aren't quite as frequent in this area. Oh, can I, can I do a perception just to see if anybody's been following us or anything? Sure, you can do. With your helmet off? I can open it. No, wait a minute. No, yeah, what was it that you get? Was it insight that you got? Perception checks. He gets advantage on if he opens his helmet. Okay, was it perception? Yeah, I could. Oh, I could. I don't care. I think we all get advantage for a perception check at the moment. I don't. Uh, a 19. 19. Scanning the area. You're pretty confident no one's followed you guys. Right. I'll close the helmet back up and then, uh, yeah. So, Tommy, do you leave? Uh, check, with you? So I'm going to have a quick quick look and just check the door, make sure it's not trapped or, um, or locked for anything. No, it just seems uh, unlocked and normal door. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna usher the others out through the door with me. Okay, so you guys watch as uh, the Doom Guide leaves, and you see his missing arm and rather haggard appearance, and his two clerics come after him, and he sort of nods hello to you both. I was just gonna say, all right, guys, I think um, Doom Guide could use a heal if you guys have got one spare. Yeah, can I can I just bow to the Doom Guide because. I'm nice. Oh, as Sophia's bowing, um, the other man leaves the building. And Rogar. Yeah. You see the man who killed your dad. And draw my sword. Oh, for fuck's sake. What are you doing? What? Are you attacking him outright? Uh, I'm... <laughs> my, my, my name is Clanless Rogar. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I was uh, going to ask, would I actually recognize him considering he's you know, how long he's been down there and stuff. I'd say you wouldn't forget that face. Um, see, I'm thinking rather than straight up take a swing at him, I think I'd, seen as Tommy trusts him for some reason, I'm just going to draw my sword and, like, hold it to his throat, like, pin him to the, uh, or try pin him to the wall. Like, yeah, without even saying anything type of thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 Rogar, Rogar, whoa, shit. Fuck, why have you got another eye? My helmet's closed, so you wouldn't see it. I thought you opened your helmet to look. I'll close it again, because I get, oh. like... So, okay, fine then. Um, fuck, Rogar, what are you doing, mate? This piece of shit killed my father. Rogar, as you pull the sword out, you feel its gnawing hunger, and you hear its voice whisper into your mind, Master, it's been so long since I've fed. Is this not a worthy target? You kind of feel it, the sword almost is like straining at your grip to get close to the guy's throat. Shit, Rogar, this, this, this fucker could be a really useful ally. He knows his way around the palace and he's been being tortured for... How long, mate? How long have you been being tortured for? Uh, Emmerich kind of like is lifting his head a little bit to kind of get away from this sword that seems to be growing ever closer to him. It's giving off that weird like light but dark auras. It's kind of sucking in the light around it and he kind of he's looking at rogar in the eye a little bit confused because he sort of recognizes you just about like your general shape and he doesn't see that many dragonborn even with your 
recent changes. He's with your helmet on. He just kind of sees the shape of a dragonborn anyway, and yeah. he looks and he recognizes your voice too. So it's kind of putting two to do, two and two together, and he kind of looks and goes, "I don't know. I've been locked up for a few. Feels like years now." Did you kill his dad? I can't say I remember killing his dad. Did you kill a lot of dragonborn? I've had the occasion. Yeah, no one's like convinced me not to kill this guy yet. So, <laughs> Blue dragonborn? Yeah, like literally, did you effectively wipe out his entire clan? Is that how it happened, Rogar? Or was it straight up he just stabbed him? Pretty much wiped everybody out. Did you do that? Wipe out an entire clan? Can't say I remember killing your clan, no. Insight jacket. Not something I think you'd fucking forget, is it? Surely. How many clans of Dragonborn do you wipe out? I don't know how long have you been locked in the dark getting tortured every day. Memory's a bit fucking fuzzy and he kind of like stares you down a bit. Listen, mate. He's staring me down or is he staring Tommy down there? <laughs> kind of both of you. But are you insight checking him? Uh, yeah, I, I am going to. Um, what you, was it Sophia that was going to insight check him? Yeah, I can do. All right, okay. I don't think I have any like proficiency you get a in that. Because of your helmet. Ah, right. yes. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Twenty. Ooh, Twenty. Twenty. <sighs> it's not the easiest to tell, but you think he's telling the truth? I'm not saying we trust him, but he seems to be like he thinks he's telling the truth. Let's just say. So, can you give us any reason why? My blue friend here thinks you might have done it. Because look, right now, yeah, I freed you. I saved your life. You're welcome. But now, my very good friend here, who has saved my life at least once, has got a blade to your throat. And this is about the only thing that's keeping you alive because he does not fuck about. What? I have no idea what happened to his clan. Why would I know? Um, because you're Kren's bitch. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of how Rogo would react in this situation because literally, it's because of you two the reason why I haven't already cut his head off. Yeah, um, I can. I can understand that. So I'm thinking. I really, really do want to cut his head off. Um, I'm gonna. Is he trying to persuade me that he hasn't done it, or uh, is he not fussed? It's a little hard for you to tell. I mean, like. He, as far as Sophia thinks, he's being honest with you, but I mean, he's being blunt and coarse about it. He's not got the best disposition at the minute, anyway. So, I mean, what do you think, Rogar? Do you want to insight check him? Do you believe him? I suppose I should insight check him. I say we keep him alive for now. Oh, I know you guys would like to keep him alive. I mean, but... oh, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. would as well. But let's let's see what Rogar thinks. Yeah. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll give him an insight check, but bear in mind my insight is not high. Do you not get a? Do you not get a? a... I don't get a bonus to insight now. Uh, yeah, I got an eleven. I mean, again, same with Sophia. The very least, he thinks he's telling the truth. I mean, like I say, he's been kind of coarse and blunt about it, but like he doesn't seem to care about your family. But he doesn't seem to think he did it. Look, Rogar, if he's if he's lying. We kill him. If we find out he's lying, we kill him. If he betrays us, we kill him. If he fucks up, we kill him. If he gives you any reason 
to believe that he did willingly murder your family, we kill him. He's not going anywhere. He's coming with us. Uh, he's yours to to guard and and. Rogo's just gonna. I'm just gonna. I mean, if you're wrong, I'm gonna kill you as well. And then I'm gonna. And then I'll uh, I'll put the sword away and I'll uh, stop pinning him against the uh, the wall. Listen, mate, you can try, right? But I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying I trust him. But right now, he might have enough information that will help us get in and save Kren. And trust me, he was being treated pretty fucking badly. So I can't even if he is the scumbag you think he is. He might have enough information for us. Emma, did you just say save Kren? No, yeah. I didn't. You did. No, I swear I didn't. Okay. No. Well, what, when when did you think I said that? Sorry. Uh, I thought you said like, um, well, he might have the information to save Kren. Well, that's not what I meant, anyway. <laughs> oh, right, okay. If right. I did say that, no, I meant to to to, to stop Kren to get. All oh, right, okay. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, right, no worries. Um, yeah, so he might have the information we need, and maybe once he's recovered himself a little bit, he might be able to get give you more information as well. If it wasn't him, he might just know who it was. I mean, how do you know that it was him? The Whispering Man showed it to me. The Whispering Man shows you a lot of things, dude. <laughs> I mean, look what it's done to your face already. And if not for him, I would be dead right now. So Three you're... Times. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, your argument is null and void, woman. <laughs> well, look at your face! Your face, Rogar! Uh, Rogar, as she says that, and you start talking about the Whispering Man, your eyes do kind of glance upwards towards the night sky and you start looking at the stars and you feel a little shiver down your spine just in the briefest moment all right boys and girls i think we should probably make our way back to this meeting that we've um, pissed about enough in the street now yeah should i i'll just um what healing spells do i have um for the doom guide cure wounds i don't even know anymore Cure wounds, yeah, let's run that. Okay. Eight points. Yay! Because I'm nice. Yeah, he, he nods at you and goes, it's always nice to see when someone takes up the faith. Oh, I, I see you've heard. And just witnessed. Huh. Could, we, could we talk later? I suppose we should, yes. If Kalembo has put his faith in you, I suppose I should as well. Thank you. Come on. Let's go. So, so, so as, as we're making our way back, I'm going to sort of side over to Emmerich and be like, that's, that's two times now I've just saved your life. Um, just, you know, not keeping a tally or anything, but I'm just saying, listen, my mate still thoroughly believes, I, I, to be honest, I'm quite impressed that he hasn't actually killed you yet. So is there someone in, impersonating you? Is there anything you can think of as to why he would absolutely be convinced you killed his clan who's the new captain of the guard for example new captain i don't know i got locked away a long time back when kren started acting all weird i wouldn't do some of the things he asked and he locked me away i don't really know what's been happening in the palace since then it's the um i'll tell him what the date is i don't actually know what the date is today 
he kind of shakes his head, like hearing the time. He's like, so it's been, <laughs> it's been like four or five years. Then fuck. <laughs> oh god. Never thought I'd see the outside of that cell again. Uh, Rogar, mate, not to like tear open old wounds or anything, but um, how long ago was your dad murdered? Um, be roughly about four or five years back, because it was not long yeah. after you arrived in the court. Not super long, anyway. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that doesn't corroborate anything. Yeah, dates don't exactly exonerate you, but uh, it looks like it's about that sort of time. Rogar is still salty as fuck and is <laughs> giving you both the look of death. Listen, mate, I don't mind if you kill him in a bit, but I want to know what he knows first. Um, yeah, uh, no offense, Emmerich, but you know, you know how it is. <laughs> um, not actually planning to kill you, but if we can't work out what's going on, I'm going to find it very difficult to stop my mate if he does believe you killed his father. He just sort of shrugs at you. Like this man's life has been shit for the last few years. Like he's not that fussed about being stabbed anyway. So you kind of get that impression of he's very much just like, I'm gonna roll with whatever. I didn't do it, but fuck you if you think I did anyway. He's lived through worse. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, and I think I guess we're gonna make our way over to the meeting in in, in uneasy silence then. Yes, we've got to, <laughs> we've gotta get Heinrich first though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's go go pick up. Well, he knows where we go. Well, you pop by Heinrich so that he can meet you, and he's a little bit uh, impatient. He's like, oh, we're already a little bit late, but I take it you were successful, yes? Yep. Um, got in, found some information out about what the fuck's going on. It's all bad news. Also broke into the jail, broke the Doom Guide out, broke some of his little homies out, and um, broke out Emmerich, who's the previous captain of the guard. You are welcome. Pay me, bitch. <laughs> Heinrich uh, squints a little bit and goes, oh, well, that was all to take him with Emmerich? Yep. What do you mean? He's the current captain of the guard. Who the fuck is this? No, no, no. Current captain of the guard is a doppelganger, machine, or some other kind of entity. This guy, real Emmerich. Oh. Oh, my. Um... So that, uh, that kind of makes sense, then. So does he look like this dude here. I mean, obviously, without the um, the giant beard and flowing, greasy black. Yeah, hair. does he look exactly like the guy that you saw earlier, Matt? No, Tommy. Was he wearing a helmet? Or... He was wearing a helmet in the meeting. Oh, sorry. But uh, okay. Heinrich will not go. I, I mean, I don't see the captain of the guard often, but when he's when I have seen him, yes, he looks just like this man, but less um, unkempt. Hmm. So that might be it then. There we go. Mystery solved. we still got someone for you to kill, Rogar. And if it all goes tits up, you can kill two people who look like the guy who killed your father. <laughs> so there's that. There's a two for one. <laughs> I'm guessing he's not smiling. I'm smiling on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's, what's better than killing the guy that killed your father? It's killing the guy you killed your father twice. <laughs> See, you get the fun. You can kill one, then keep one alive for torturing. Best of both worlds. Yeah, that is best of both. But let's let's keep the one who seems to be on our side for now alive for now. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Should we head on over to this meeting then, Heinrich? Come on, mate. Come on, hurry up. 
Uh, yes, yes, let's go. Oman will be waiting for us. And Heinrich leads you back through the streets, and he takes you in, uh, deeper into what you would normally consider the government district until you eventually come across um, a set of buildings that seem to be completely empty. Like, it's quite late now, and you expect most people who are working have probably gone home. And Heinrich goes up to the door, and he waits a few moments, and then knocks a few times, and then knocks again in a little bit of a pattern. And you hear, and the door unlocks and opens. And you are greeted by a man who none of you have met before, but you take to be Oman Belsar. He's probably early 30s at a guess, maybe a little bit younger than you might expect as the guy leading this revolution, but he's got a longish hair. He's got kind of that like little bit of roguish charm. He's wearing like a proper set of like studded leather armor. You can see a couple of blades at his waist. He looks very uh, city rogue type guy. And uh, he smiles at uh, Heinrich and then uh, is a little bit surprised to see the amount of people Heinrich's brought with him. And goes, <laughs> uh, Heinrich, this, um, well, this is a little bit unexpected. I was, ex- I was just planning to see yourself and your, uh, your mercenaries. I take it it's those three and the three, well, those four, and you know, the four armored ones of you who aren't in rags and uh, dirty robes and all the rest of it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shoot him the guns. <laughs> just the your fingers, ones, right? Just the fingers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just yeah, and and if I wasn't wearing a mask, I'd probably wink, but you probably couldn't see that with the mask on. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that everyone else would be happy to see everyone here. It's always good. That's the Doom Guide, is it not? And uh, Halson kind of nods, like, "Yes, it, it is indeed the Doom Guide." <laughs> This man's having a long day. Like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not um, safe for you to go home, dude. So come with us. We're going to a meeting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alcoholics Anonymous. Kind of nods and goes, Oh, this is uh, good to see you in. He's about to say in one piece and then kind of stops and goes, It's good to see you. <laughs> um, well, okay, this is not quite what I had planned, but um, you, and he kind of points to the Doom Guide, the clerics, and Emmerich. Uh, take a seat in the uh, the front room. Uh, there's some refreshments that uh, I'm sure you're all dying for. Heinrich, I, I wish to speak to you and your people. And uh, the Doom guy kind of looks at him a little, like, squints at him a bit and goes, hmm, fine, I could do with a drink, I suppose. And he looks over to you lots and goes, shout if anything untoward happens. And he kind of walks past Orman and goes to the front room with his uh, entourage. I whisper to Tommy, like, he could do anything anyway. He's half dead. Well, you know, at least he's got our back. Yeah, that's true. Can I make a perception check on the room? On the room they're going into? Uh, yes. Yeah, sure. Sorry, if I'm allowed to, I'll uh, open my helmet to when I do it. (laughs) You can do. I don't mind if they get freaked out. Yeah, and I'm going to say, holy fuck. God damn it, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Iron, she goes, Oh, all the lords. Um, Jesus, that's. <laughs> Who's Jesus? Uh, <laughs> the man I once met, he was very surprising. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking hell, Rogar. I can see your whispering eye, son. Uh, I wink my third eye. <laughs> oh, that's just disturbing. Oh, um. <laughs> Close, close, close the helmet, please, please. Oman's like, 
I see you keep strange company nowadays, Heinrich. Um, interesting. Uh, 14, you're looking at the room. That seems a normal uh, reception room. You do see a, a few uh, pitchers of water that have been left out for drinks. Fair enough, fair enough. I'll close I'll close the helmet back up to stop them freaking out. What the fuck? What, what fucking happened to you, mate? He read a fucking book, all right? He read a book and he grew an eye. <laughs> yes. What the fuck is... Go- you know that <laughs> book that he, he... Well, he did die for. Yes. Yeah, it did that to him, so... Jesus Christ, I'm never reading a fucking book again. <laughs> Speaking of which, carrying a sack full of books. Oh yeah. Um you just except suddenly they... drop them horrified. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then I, I pause for a second and I pick up the erotic one again. And I'm like Roga. Tits. Human tits though, dude. Eh, tits are tits. Heinrich leans in and goes, That one's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just nice. <laughs> Much better than the first couple of books. It gets really into things by the third. Anyway, yeah, um, R- Rogar is just looking at you guys like you fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, I jack it to ju- to dragon tits, so you know. Oh. <laughs> I'm Tommy. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> lonely, lonely men. Yeah. Uh Heinrich uh, turns back to Orman and goes, So, um, so what's what's the problem? You want to speak to us? Um yes, yes I did. Um please come with me. And he kinda leads you guys up the stairway. He goes, So I I gave you a time earlier than everyone else was going to arrive because we've uh, had a bit of a development and I think it is best that we keep this somewhat private, at least as much as we can. And you're all kind of stood on the landing, and Oman turns around to you and goes, We have made excellent progress in getting everyone prepared for the, the, upcoming, uh, the upcoming conflict. And I must admit, I've been impressed with, and he looks at you four and like nods, goes, I've been impressed with your work. Heinrich has kept me well informed. He has also informed me of your methods, and they have been quite. Efficient, if not brutal. Not that I am complaining. Sometimes blood must be shed for the greater good. I understand it has been a difficult set of tasks, and I hope that Heinrich has rewarded you handsomely. Uh, yeah, about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> still, still owed a bit of payment for the latest shenanigans. Um, you know, freeing the Doom Guide, uh, freeing the ex-captain of the Guard, going and getting a lot of information, which I'll regale to you in a few minutes. But yeah, suffice to, suffice to say, gold required. Do not worry, I will ensure that you are paid. But uh, please save the information you've heard for the meeting. It will be good for everyone to hear it. And there is something we must deal with first. He turns a little bit away from you all and kind of bows his head a little bit and goes, So it has probably not escaped any of your notice that we are... At a disadvantage. What you mean the the well, what we call illuminated flight around the streets, the entire army of guards, palace guards, and elite palace guards? You mean all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, we we might have noticed that. We have plans for the guards. We have plans to stop the army returning, and we have plans to 
cause enough of a distraction that, assuming your mission tonight was successful, will allow us to take off the head of the snake. What we don't have plans for is to deal with, as you call them, the Illuminated. In fact, I have conducted many raids on caches of information that they've been leaving, experiments that they left unattended or unfinished, trying to find out as much information as I possibly could, and none of it is good. Any items that I managed to take from them, a singular one that seemed important was stolen from me, and you all kind of cast your minds back to the silver mine that contained a chest with a crystal in that a Fuck you, Steve. stole from you all. <sighs> Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> it is troubling that we have not been able to find a way to neutralize this particular threat, one that can simply appear and disappear as needed and has a rather overwhelming amount of force backing them up and who knows what else that they have not yet shown us. But it seems we are fortunate, and I present this information to you all because I feel I feel you will utilize it, and I can expect your silence on it. Is that understood? I nod. Yeah, Rogar nods too. Yeah, Tommy kind of gives a, yeah, yeah half-hearted, like, yeah, go on. Okay. And he turns and starts to walk away from you all towards the door. He's an illuminated, isn't he? Do you follow him? Uh, I'm going to kind of look at... I'm going to take a look at Heinrich, like... fuck's he doing? Heinrich kind of shrugs up. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, let's find out. And Heinrich does go after him. Okay, I'll, I'm going to follow behind Heinrich then. Yeah, I'll follow him too. Yeah, cool. Oman opens a door. And you see it's been set up in a kind of a makeshift meeting room with a, a long table in there and some drinks and refreshments and you can clearly see that this is where they're intending to have the pre-revolution war discussion kind of the the big moment but the room isn't empty and you see sat across from you all a woman of probably say early 30s mid 30s very very uh, austerely dressed not quite a noble but very smart very proper with her hair pulled back in a tight bun and she smiles as you all walk into the room and you notice four illuminated abominations are also in the room just sort of hovering slightly off the ground i would like to introduce you all to elistra tommy seeing the abominations already has his guns in his i mean it it wasn't even a conscious thought yeah i was gonna say i will have drawn my sword yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's that it's that be-like-hand moment, right? We all walk yeah. in on Cloud City. Fucking Lando opens the door and stood there in front of us is fucking Darth Vader. Don't <laughs> hesitate. Be-like-hand. Pull out the gun. <laughs> so, I'm not, but, but, but I'm not going to pull the trigger, but I am... Yeah, it's, it's being on guard, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Elystra smiles at you all as you ready your weapons, and she doesn't seem to make any overt movement. Welcome, everyone. It is a pleasure to meet you all. I think we have much to discuss. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Ooh. I wonder what Solara was doing while we were all like... Uh, she's readying a firebolt. <laughs> okay. She must be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So that was the episode. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Shit the bed. <laughs> Did not expect that. <laughs> well, hope you all had fun. <laughs> yeah. I did, yeah. Interesting. It was very <laughs> much the Tommy show, but other it than that... It was the Tommy show. It's, uh, I helped that the, the, time. You did, yeah. The, the, the voices in my head helped quite a bit. And um, ne- next week on the Tommy show, Tommy will hopefully start to roll slightly better. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things didn't go your way, did it? No, it did not. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it could have gone a lot worse. I did straight up murder a dude, and that always fun, so... Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool to be fair. And you got past the guides, guards even. Yeah. I mean, my 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 my, sk- my skill set lies in being quiet and killing people, all of which went off without a hitch. The mm. convincing people, the investigating things, anything that relies on intelligence or charisma, forget it. <laughs> and that's why we wanted Kurt. Oh yeah, please come back, Kurt. You're some, <laughs> you're out there somewhere. somewhere. In the ether out there oh dear you know that's on the internet now love uh yeah i know it's fine i didn't do the whole song (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well thank you for joining us everyone i hope you enjoyed that was gunpowder trees and no plots you can find us on all major podcast providers and if you want to get in touch we are all on twitter i am at trees and no and my players are their player names with gtmp at the end of it we have a wordpress website and a facebook group so if you want to get in touch, you can. Otherwise, we'll, uh, I don't know, check them out. The stuff on there. Sometimes fun. And I'll hand you over to my players to say their goodbyes. As usual, if you enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Wrestling and the Lost Art of Podcasting. You can find them on all good podcast providers. You can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. And maybe one day you'll find me in the Red Scar Cafe and Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Europe until October 31st. Or earlier if Boris gets his way. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, and if you'd like to hear more from me, as usual, you can't. But as usual, as I hope you've come to expect by now, I have a little advert for something in game. Have you ever wondered what it's like to lose control? He was just a regular quest giver human someone i one name nobody i didn't care i flew at him calling out damage as i cut him apart what it's like to succumb to bloodlust it got to the point i didn't even see them as people anymore just xp 10 over there 20 here Ooh, 200 gonna kill him what it's like to be that guy i just didn't care anymore all i wanted to do was kill Losing the plot. Confessions of a murder hobo. Out now in all good bookshops. <laughs> a murder hobo. Yep. Specifically a hobo, love. You've not you've heard the term murder hobo, surely. Like D and D. Yeah. I mean, you guys are borderline, so you should know the term. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, at least we're, at least we're, we are following the plot. Yeah, <laughs> we, we murder as we go, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only one person died this time. Exactly, sure. and he and he was a he was a well, he wasn't even a one named nobody. He literally yep. just guard. <laughs> that man had a family. <laughs> what backstory I'd written up. You don't talk to him. Go on, then. What was it? Well, he was born in a small village just outside the city. 
farmhand yeah. by trade. But he he didn't like the life, and his father was just trying to force him into it, you know? Like, And it was causing a lot of family tension, so he just ran away to the city, and he signed up for the city guard, and, well, turns out he was good at it. Too Not good, that good, really. <laughs> so he got hired by the palace. But you know, there's there's not that many jobs at the palace. So they eventually put him as a jailer and he just got lazy, a little bit slovenly. He just kind of slept in his chair all the time. And then he got killed by some random murder hobo. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> not, 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 not bad for an on the spot. Thank you. <laughs> a little cliche, but you know, hey, I threw it on you. So. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to do mine. Fuck it. Peace out. Uh, okay, then. So, on Flo's behalf, <laughs> fuck you, Steve, you piece of shit. Go die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how often Steve stealing that stuff has come up and just been responded with, oh, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> he's that, He's that like, really annoying side character that any time anyone mentions him, he's like, oh, stress headache. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well then, okay. Thank you everyone for joining us and we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Hey, this is Paul. This is Beth. I'm Emily. And we're from On The Shoulder. Uh, the show you just listened to is part of the Necropodicon network. That's Necropodicon. Necropodicon! <laughs> if you're looking for some uh, D&D adventures in a modern world with devils, davers, and... Dicks. They, well, yeah, there sure are. Um, and day twas. Find us on the Necropodicon network. Uh, www.necropodicon.com Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>